1: Stranger Danger, Stranger Danger. This is a test. If you hear this recording, run. This week on a very special episode of Stranger Danger, with it's about damn crime, we would like to welcome the ladies of Whining Crime. Yay! <laughs>
2: yes, welcome, welcome, welcome everybody. This is a special wine and crime Stranger sh- Danger Edition. Edition. This is uh, episode or Stranger Danger twelve. 12. Yes. yes. Oh my gosh, I'm very excited about this episode. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. So before we kick the stories from these special ladies from Wine and Crime, Yes. Justine's got some
1: messages. Oh fuck. I forgot. From <laughs> Plenty of Fish. Please hold everyone, please hold. I have them, they're coming. Uh, sir? Should who I pause? Who are you? What was your name? Should I pause? Ah, no, got it. Uh, all right, so who is this from, Steenie? This is from G-Money, something that I won't tell you. You could maybe search for him, and I don't want to give him away. Also, I don't want him to know that he's on my podcast. I'm <laughs> using his voice. Okay, great. Let's, oh, wait, let me put my volume on. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. Here we go. Too bad you so can see it if you guys didn't understand that, he said, why are you so conceited? Yeah. You don't know this person. I've never met this person. How does he know if I'm conceited? He doesn't know. I once did a guy that looked like Larry the Cable Guy. I'm not (laughs) conceited. All right. Personality matters. Also the amount of tequila I've drank. Okay. So I responded to him. I'm sorry. Do you know me? To which he responded. No, not really.
0: But,
1: you know, you are very sexy. So you insulted me. So what did he say, Steamy? Just he in insulted case. me and said I was conceited. And then he told me, he doesn't know me, but I'm very sexy. And then I didn't respond. Because I was like, fuck you. And then he said... But I would love to get to know you.
2: But I would love to get to know you. Yeah.
1: No. The answer is no. Brilliant. Uh, he did that thing... Brittany Googled it earlier, where he, like, insulted me. Oh,
2: yeah, because, uh, just a little, like, just a little FYI. We have to record this episode all over again, because... Some shit happened with the mics. The mics were buzzing, and we were really pissed off about it. But,
1: so this term, what did he... So, So, so he did, this is what I like to call, um, a Daniel compliment, okay? That's not a Daniel compliment. To, they don't know who Daniel is. I used to date a guy named Daniel. And he would tell me things like, oh, my God, your hair looks really pretty today. Normally, it doesn't. Those are just backhanded compliments. What is that? That's bullshit. So no. I feel like this was like this situation. I was like, I'm going to
2: insult you. So, but that's insulting. This is a whole different situation because he's insulting you
1: first. That's right. He doesn't know me.
2: And he's then, not giving me a compliment and yeah, then no. taking
1: it right he's, back.
2: He's uh nagging you. So let's Google what negging is, shall we? Okay, give us a give us an Urban Dictionary definition. So negging is, let's see. All right, it is the offering of low grade insults meant to undermine the self confidence of a woman so she might be more vulnerable to your advances.
1: Fuck off! That is what negging is, people. That's exactly what he did. And then I bit right. I bit the bait. Yeah. Just because I'm like, I got a podcast, and I uh, like to entertain our listeners with the bullshit that I hear on my dating profiles. So mm-hmm. it's like, I was I, like, you know, do it for the story. Yeah, do it for the story, and man. And then he just kept feeding me one-liners, so I was like, tight. But then I didn't talk to him anymore after that, because I'm busy, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: busy watching Friends. I'm busy
1: watching Friends. Hey, Denisha, I see you, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Are you watching Friends right now? I probably am.
2: All right, so let's
1: jump into Wine and Crimes. Yeah, guys. Stories. Thanks for sending us your stories, ladies. We know you're busy as hell. Yeah. And uh, we're really excited about them. Okay, Brittany. So, first we have Lucy. Hello, Lucy.
2: Hello. So, Lucy (laughs) has two stories. All right. She says, when we were, like, freshmen in high school, Canyon and I went to Chicago to visit our friend Aaron. One day, the three of us had taken the train downtown. A literal train from the suburbs where she lived. Not the L. We got off at what must have been the train's last stop because it pulled into a really long, poorly lit train station. And we had to get off the train and walk all the way out along an elevated walkway between the the tracks. Probably about two city blocks long. pretty long. Yeah. There weren't many other people around. Definitely no security. And we were being 14-year-old girls. Definitely not in a rush. Goofing around, whatever. About halfway down this walkway, we noticed a man walking behind us, quickly enough that he he would have caught up to us. We got really weirded out because there were no other passengers or people around at that point. At the time, I carried a Leatherman in my purse everywhere I went. Not sure why I stopped. That came in handy all the time. So I said really loudly, Guys, I got a new knife. Want to see it? <laughs> And pulled it out. Pulled the blade out and was basically brandishing this knife so the dude could see it. Dude stops, turns around, and walks back the other direction. There was almost no reason he would have done that if he hadn't been following us for a reason. It was freaky.
1: Dude, I feel like creepy men are like, ooh, fourteen year old girls, they can't fight me off. Yeah. Uh, three year old girls could one hundred percent fight off one creepy man.
2: Oh yeah. I mean All you, fight together. Yeah. You got a dick, I'm gonna knee I'm gonna knee it. Thank you.
1: Three times. Mm-hmm. So good job, Lucy. Yeah, good job. I'm proud Lucy. of you. Okay. So Lucy's second story, she says isn't necessarily with a stranger, but it was scarier. I agree. <laughs> Uh, my husband and I were doing some major remodeling in our living and dining rooms when we first moved into this 100 year old house. It's Brittany? haunted. Okay, that's what I was gonna ask.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, I feel like all 100 year old houses are haunted. Brittany? Okay. They scare me.
1: It's, it's gonna be okay. You don't have to live in one. Oh, okay. After trying and failing to finish the drywall ourselves, we decided to call someone to just have them do it for us, which is what me and Brittany would do because we're lazy. I feel like we would have done the same exact thing. We'd be like, oh, we could do drywall. Fuck this. And then we'd start doing it. and would be like, this is hard. Someone else do it for us. <laughs> <laughs> this is way more work than I anticipated. Um, so we knew that our former landlord did drywall work, so he came over to finish it up. Again, he's our former landlord, so I felt like I knew him reasonably well and didn't think twice about him being in our house while I was there alone. This happened on a Saturday when my husband happened to be out of a town. Out of a town, out of town. It's fine, guys. I drank a lot today. It's happening. Uh, the landlord finished up his drywall work and was leaving, so I walked him out, thanked him for coming, and like you know, sent your send your invoice, etc. Finishing up the business end of it, mm-hmm. he exits the door and then stops, looking at the driveway. So is Corey working? He asked. That was my landlord voice. Oh wait, I should do it more landlordy. So is Corey working? <laughs> what kind of fucking landlord is that? He sounds like the cookie monster. <laughs> the cookie monster landlord. Uh, okay. Out of a thinking before it came out of my mouth, I said, no, he's out of town for the weekend. Uh, if I could muster a Minnesotan accent, I'd pull that shit out right now, but I don't got it.
2: <laughs> I can't say I couldn't say it either.
1: We can't do a Minnesotan accent. I'm sorry. Like a Minnesotan person can. Brianna, where are you? (laughs) Um, Okay. Uh, The landlord turned around and came back into the house and shut the door behind him. That's very rude. Yeah. Uh, He starts telling me this ridiculous story that has nothing to do with anything. Something about his son wanting to start farming hops. (laughs) It was very disconnected. Very weird. Oh yeah, my son uh wanted to start farming hops, uh and you care? I don't know why, but I'm just gonna tell you this story. <laughs> uh he's standing in front of the door with his hands on the or with his hand on the door as if blocking me from trying to leave. To set the scene. The living room and dining room are totally empty because we'd been drywalling it. There's nothing within arm's reach that I could use for a weapon. I was not listening to his story about hops, which again barely made sense. Lots of long pauses. Uh, I was calculating how many seconds it would take me to run into the kitchen, grab a knife, whether he could overpower me, he definitely could, whether I had knives in the sink, which was five feet closer than the knife drawer, whether there was a hammer or a wrench lying around closer than the kitchen, and worst of all, whether I was the one overreacting to his odd behavior, if he was not trying to assault me, and I suddenly sprinted into the kitchen and grabbed a knife. That would be so embarrassing. That would. <laughs> that would be real embarrassing. And funny. But a great story. Yeah. <laughs> um, then I'd have to apologize. I'd have to say, oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were trying to rape me. My mistake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have no idea how long this went on. Maybe a minute. But fortunately, he finally left. I locked the door, watched him leave, as I made sure he left, and was so fucking freaked out for the rest of the weekend that he would come back because he knew I was home and that I was alone. I stashed multiple knives around the house for the rest of the weekend and slept with the biggest one next to my bed. I don't think I realized how scared I was until hours after he left. Still freaks me out. That would freak me out, too. Yeah, dude,
2: it would. Um, I have a knife by my bed
1: mm-hmm.
2: on my um, on my little dresser. Uh-huh. I have one right there. It's, like, long and skinny, so if like, it if like I you,
1: like like you like your
2: dicks, <laughs> what the f? No. Oh my god! Let's not get into that. Okay, sorry. Sicko. Sorry. So sorry. Uh. Yeah, I feel like every woman should have a weapon next to their bed. Yeah, you probably should. A gun, a knife, a taser, uh, a laser, a laser. What the fuck is a laser going to do, Steen? Blind someone. Oh my! You're no. No. no, 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 no. Or you can have a ninja throwing star. I mean... Catch them at a
1: distance. You definitely should not have one of those. You would just Why hurt not? yourself.
2: I would. I'd cut myself while throwing it. And they'd be like, oh man, my whole hand would just gash uh-huh. open.
1: You'd probably just chop your hand off. Oh my gosh,
2: how how sharp are these ninja stars? Well, I don't know. Okay. Next story is from Amanda.
1: Amanda.
2: Amanda says... When Kenyon and I were in college, we were about a two-hour drive away from each other. I had a car, and she did not, so I frequently made the trip back and forth on the the New York State Thruway. One particularly sunny and otherwise uneventful morning, I was driving to spend the weekend with Kay. I was alone, singing Celine Dion at the top of my lungs and eating snacks, which was typical of this routine. (laughs) I love Celine Dion. We were just singing Celine Dion earlier, huh, Justine? We were, at the top of our line. It was
1: amazing. What song were we singing?
2: Baby, 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 if you touch me like this, like me like It was my long ago. Uh, we don't know the words now. That was a lot of beers oh, ago. We it's all coming back. So That's what it was. Yeah. Um, I got a weird feeling and couldn't help but feel like the driver of the car behind me was circling me. He'd come up next to me, pull in front of me, pull over next to me again, fall behind me, and repeat this for several miles. I was trying my best to ignore him, but curiosity got the best of me, and I turned my head to give him a stare down and my best fuck off eyes. Well, tell him what
1: those eyes were. Yeah.
2: Well, I got more than I bargained for. This man was gesticulating wildly in a manner that clearly indicated he was masturbating. Stop touching your peepees, you sick man. Why? Do it at home like a normal person. Sicko. Uh, While looking at me and following my car, I had no clue what to do as this was new territory for me. Thankfully, I am of the millennial age of cell phones, so I called my mom. Mom, some dude is following me and masturbating in his car. What the fuck do I do? Mm-hmm. She instructed me to call the police immediately and give them the plate number. Good call, Mom. I did. His plate was easy to identify, as it was a novelty plate reading H2O BLST. H2O blast. What does that even mean? I'm mm-hmm. mad about it. Maybe he blasted people with H2O. You it know, a- maybe he was a
1: firefighter.
2: Oh, <gasps> Maybe. Ew. What a creepo. I gave the officers all the information I could including the direction I was heading and the mile marker I was at. They told me to keep driving and look straight ahead and do not pull over or exit for any reason. I was safest on the thruway where an officer could track down the vehicle. They dispatched an officer to cut him off the next exit and he was caught. On my way back home, after my fun college weekend, I had to stop by a police station in the middle of nowhere in New York to file a report and sign a statement. I don't remember what he was charged with and he likely got a fine and never saw jail time. I never heard anything more about it after the fact and never saw H2O Blast again.
1: (laughs) I'm very glad.
2: (laughs) Fucking H2O Blast. What a fucking dumbass name. What a stupid
1: ass name. Oh my gosh. I don't understand why. Like
2: why do men always have to like Jack off in public. Jack off or gesture that they're that they're jacking off. At, like,
1: just stop. Just jack off at home, please. I'm so sick of it. I'm tired of it. And I would get even by masturbating in public, but I feel like that would just make a sick man real happy. Also, it's way too much work. You would masturbate in public? Yeah, I feel like we should start getting even. I feel like we should start masturbating in public if men are allowed to masturbate in public all the time.
2: I mean, you know how hard it is for a woman's masturbation? I mean, if you're wearing jeans, it's hard. Because you gotta go in your pants. I don't it's just way too much work, you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's easy if you got, like, a skirt or a dress with no panties on. Or even if you have panties, just move them to the side. It's very detailed, I'm sorry about
1: that, but. That's pretty gross. Um, I don't I understand, I understand where you're going with it, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know. You know, know what I'm saying? I just feel like it should be even. <gasps> Wouldn't that be hilarious? Oh my we... god, if some guy was, like, jacket off, and you're like, oh yeah, bitch, oh yeah? <laughs> Let's get, <laughs> oh, yeah, motherfucker.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you start DJing in front of him. <laughs> a beat and shit
1: <laughs> start, ra- <coughs> <coughs> start rapping oh my god sorry Beta. <laughs> terrible story we're sorry we took it there again a lot of beers have been consumed today we should start we should make a beer wall all right um okay next up we have Kenyan story The story makes me mad okay anyways <laughs> i was not gonna spoil her but let's not do that okay Alright, so Kenyan says When I was in college I lived in New York for a semester and Amanda came New to New York visit- City. Oh, I'm sorry. She lived in New York City. Thank you for the correction, Brady. Uh huh. <laughs> uh and Amanda came to visit over Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras. Woo! Oh, Alright, we were both nineteen without fake IDs, so it really wasn't a wild night. Oh well, sometimes those are the best nights though, you know? Yeah. Uh, there was one bar that I knew of that would serve us, but we didn't get too toasty. Helps that we were also soups broke. Uh, isn't everyone at 19?
2: Especially in college. Oh, yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. You're you're eating a lot of ramen. I was just going to say, yeah. You're eating a lot of ramen. And then especially in New York. Fuck that. New York is expensive. Hell oh, yeah. Oh, I'm a Southern California girl. That shit's also expensive. Okay. <laughs> uh, so anyway... We're heading back to my apartment around 3-4am to on the subway, but because it was Mardi Gras, there were still quite a few people on the train. We chose a subway car with lots of people in it and settled in for the ride home. After a couple of stops, the entire car had cleared out except for one homeless-looking dude sleeping across from us. We were only two or three stops from home, and again, he looked like he was sound asleep. So we stayed put and kept chatting. Once the train started moving again, I happened to glance over, and Sleeping Beauty was magically awake. And of course, jerking off while staring at us. Oh
2: my god! What did we just
1: say? Creepy men. Stop it, sickos. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was seated directly across from us, so only like two feet away. <laughs> <laughs> this is a good part. Also, his cock was disturbingly huge. Like, what the fuck? Don't be homeless. Star in pornos.
2: Yeah. If you got, it, what are you doing being homeless?
1: If you, you could co- probably make homeless person porn. If you got the magic stick, show them what it's about.
2: (laughs) What just happened? Go in the porno business.
1: Oh, my gosh. It's the thing to do. Uh, uh, Make all the money. All right. So, thankfully, the time between the stops was short. So, as soon as I elbowed Amanda to have her notice, the train had stopped again. And we were able to run out of the car along the platform until we found another car with people in it. We rushed in and several people asked us if something was wrong, so we explained the situation. Sorry, I'm getting beer gas. Uh, and right then, the train is moving again. We look back. <laughs> this is visual I have in my head. Uh, right then, the train is moving again. We look back and that dude has followed us through several train cars and is now in the next car staring at us through the window. Why? <laughs> These visuals are the best. Oh, man. Other people in our car start yelling and gesturing at him, trying to scare him off, but he keeps standing there, staring us down. The train stops again, and mercifully, it's our stop. We get off the train, run and tell the conductor, look back, and see the guy peeking out at us. (laughs) Clearly deciding whether or not to get off the train to follow us. What a freak. Also, I lived in the financial district, which is basically dead after 8pm. The station was deserted. The conductor sees him, too, and shouts at him. He stays on the train, and we get away. Hashtag fucking patriarchy. Amen to that. I nailed that shit. Yeah. I s- real struggle bus last episode to get that out.
2: Yeah. Hey, so- words
1: are hard. Uh, I have approximately one million other sexual assault stories I could share, but it is just depressing at this point. Um, yeah. Like, s- just stop it. I feel like that needs to carry a harsher punishment. Uh, like jacking off. Like touching pu- your peepee in public. Yeah. Because, like, enough is enough. And, like, there's so many, like, little girls that have yeah. seen it. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. like, stop. What's wrong with you, Brittany? Just kidding. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> what? He didn't do
2: it. Oh, my God. The next time some guy, you know, I've never seen a guy jacking off in front of me. Judging his pee But if I do, I'm going to DJ in front of him. Oh, wicked 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 wick I'm going to pretend. I'm not going to go in my pants because that's yeah. just dirty. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's disgusting.
1: Maybe we should start, like, picking your nose.
2: But I'm going to... Oh, that's cute. I'm going to pick my nose and then flick a the burger just, at the just stare at him. him. <laughs> With a dead face, too. Just, just figure, picking my, just picking my nose. Your
1: nose. So maybe you can start drooling. <laughs> <Yep. laughs> um, yeah. So, fu- fuck. What? Men. Just kidding. <laughs> Um. Fuck creepy men.
2: Yeah, dude. Not all men are bad. They're disgusting. Well, like, fuck off to the creepy ones. Yeah, put your peepees away. Yeah, stop Stop stop. touching your wieners. Yeah, we don't want to see that. Nobody wants to see it. And if you got it, magic stick, go do something good with it. What are you doing? You're protective in your life.
1: Do some good in this world.
2: (laughs) Alright guys, hope you
1: enjoy that special Wine and Crime Stranger Danger edition. Yeah. Lucy, Amanda, Kenyon! Thank you so much for sending your stories, guys. We appreciate it. Uh, If you guys, I mean, well, first of all, all these stories just go to show that these three were made for true crime, right? They've been on the true crime path since they were little kids. (laughs) Since they were little kids. (laughs) Fucking Lucy's been fighting crime since she was 14! With her knife! Um... Yeah, so if you guys you know listen to us and you enjoy us and you have not checked out Wine and Crime yet, go check them out. They're f- funny. Yeah, they're funny. Um, they have good rapport. Yeah, they're friends. And you yeah. can tell they're friends. Like it's not faked. It's not fake. Like me and Brittany, we really don't like each other at all. And that's the secret to this podcast. <laughs> oh shit, she's gonna kill me.
2: <laughs> I'm brandish my fucking Leatherman knife, bitch. <laughs>
1: Oh, man all right guys. all right guys thanks for listening when does this come out we don't know we love no, 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 no. well there's a fucking magazine on the goddamn I, calendar I, I know what's happening here though. uh guys wednesday we have a very special episode coming out so make sure you go tune in for that we we got a plan Yeah, devised a plan we got a plan stan yeah so make sure you check that out and we want to talk to you guys afterwards so talk to you wednesday Yes. And uh, love you guys. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky
2: just about anywhere.